Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Welcome to Creeps in the Crypt, everybody. As always, I am Eric, and I am joined by... I want to go. It's Christian. It's the birthday girl. It is a birthday it's girl. It's the birthday girl. By the time this episode comes out, she will be 33. I am the problem. I know that. <laughs> As Taylor Swift would say, Hi. I am the problem. <laughs> you, you were the drunk problem this weekend, but it's okay. I'm the, it was your I'm the baby. The drunk baby. I was yep. a drunk problem this weekend. Both of you were drunk problems this weekend. <laughs> I love the energy, Sam. Thank Sam you. was not with us in uh, Knoxville. She was, was with us in spirit. She was with us in spirit. She was with us in spirit. Were you sure about Friday? Yes. I don't think we were together. I should have known that. Yep. <laughs> Sam was in Charleston, right? Yeah, Somerville and Charleston. So, you, yeah, you, she was still in South, South Kakalaki. South Kakalaki. But she was drinking down in She got Charleston. the whiff. She was like, Christian's getting fucked up for her birthday. I'm getting I fucked up. Smell it. it woke up my party goblin. She oh. was out. Oh my Fuck. god, your party goblin. She survives on vodka sodas and frozen pizzas. That's it's, fine. Christian's, mine just, mine uh, just likes to strip down naked. And then yell. Yep. A lot of yelling. Yep. Not like angry yelling, like just being the high pitched. Yeah, she, I, have she, no, I have no volume Christian, control Christian, when she's drunk, reminds me of that Will Ferrell character from SNL, what? where he just yells all the time. With no volume control? Yeah, I, I'll have to play that for you guys after this yeah. episode. But it, yeah, it's well, one of my favorite Will Ferrell characters. I, I can't control the volume of my voice. <laughs> she can't do that anyway. No. And then when she's drunk, she just get, she's just loud. And I'm like, God damn. I'm like, just a loud person. Dude, we went to dinner. Um, we went to a really nice dinner and I was hammered. What was it? Friday night? <laughs> I was fucking That's hammered. Yeah, it was Friday night. <laughs> well, there's people like dressed up and I'm just like, she's I'm in like, like, this fucking salmon is the shit. And the server was just like. <laughs> we are in a high end like five-star restaurant in Knoxville called the Oliver Royale. This shit's amazing! This shit is banging, son! And I'm just like, have you... I can't believe it's this good! And I'm just like... Oh, no! I was like, oh, God. I was like... And we went to a speakeasy before that, which was super cool. 
Uh, I do remember that. I remember all of it. It was just like, I do time traveling. Like where well, I'm you, there and I'm present and I know what the hell is going on. And Christian, then I time travel into the future. Christian learned <laughs> that drinking at higher, higher altitudes is a lot different than drinking here at the beach. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, you got to account for that. I don't. I did not. <laughs> she I don't. did not. <laughs> I did not. But it, it was a good time. It was a, it was a great fucking Dude, time. I will say this. Like, I was even thinking about it before we even did the episode. And even before we went on the trip, like, that whole phrase of, like, you're only as old as you feel. Like, I actually kind of resonate with that because I do not feel 33. I still feel like I'm, like, a child in an mm-hmm. adult body. You know, it's funny Just you running. say that because tonight's topic, well, this episode's topic is about a couple who really... Didn't uh, didn't think as old as they were. No, I believe it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like on a on a somber note. Yeah. It, it's the story is. I actually really am excited about doing this episode. Well, Eric, this was your pick. It was mine. And then we looked more into it, and then there was some reservations. Uh, but we went with it anyway. And I'm really excited about it because it's this episode's going to have music history in it. Yeah, this, this is episode. Good. Yeah, there's this a little is, bit of creepy pasta to it. Well, it is a true story. It's a true story, but the internet kind of ran with it. I mean, uh, the creepy pa- the creepypasta post is all factual, though. It, it is. That's like the. I think this is the first time since I've discovered creepy pasta that it's had that that was all true. Like factual statements. What, now this do really you guys see happened. why I wanted to cover this one? Yes. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. I like the musical aspect of it because I was like, what? I didn't know I that. I had no fucking clue. I didn't know that. And I jammed that song. Uh, if you want to go listen to Fastballs The Way before you get any further, Where were they once going? you hear it, you couldn't hear that song in the, in the late 90s. Listen, actually, I would say. Pause this episode, go listen to the song, and then come back to this episode. And we're going to reference it later on. Yeah. And you will know why it's, it's it, there. It's a, like after you know what we're getting ready to tell you and you hear the song, you're going to look at it a whole different light. And you're like, oh, that's actually kind of sad. Yeah. I went down a Reddit rabbit hole. I believe it. Yeah, Sam crushed it with the research. As, an, as an Aquarius, I like a I like a nice little, like, tease of like somber i do love it do you but you don't like the unsolved cases no but i like somber stuff that's sad well we know what happens happens. that's the thing i still like a neat little story i like a full story i do like a full story but it's like oh Oh, this is, and this really, this story, because of some personal shit that's going on in my life right now, this story actually really fucking bums me out. After I reread the notes today and shit and like re-looked at everything, it's like, oh. Sam, I'm one of those people that is psychotic enough that listen to sad songs to feel something. Well, you need some therapy. Um, Don't we all? Hmm. You know, it I would can be, just continue on and buy stuff. It would be right now where I would like Retail to yes. have Treat better yourself. help plug our shit, like pay us to plug them for, you know. Did you say easy. better help? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hit me up, better help. 
Email us at creepsinthecrypt at gmail.com uh, <laughs> with some funny. advertising opportunities. We'll trade plugs for therapy sessions. Yeah. I feel like we would, like, see them would probably, me and her would do the therapy and you would too. And they would be oh, like. Oh, no, I'm totally fine. I just tamp that shit down. They would be like, okay, that's what pour, I'm saying. And pour bourbon on top of that's it. That's what I'm saying. They would not be able to find anything out about you. I would give them too much. And they'd be like, you need more help than we can give. Here's a straight jacket. They were just like, yeah, at me. Mm, man, we're going to, there's no further help that we can give you. We can't. Like, uh, okay, well. Mine, mine would come with the straight jacket. I'll so just anyway, yeah, hit, hit us up, BetterHelp. Uh, we would love to <laughs> do ads for you. But before we get any further into today's topic. Um, I'm sorry. We have some shout crypt- out. We got some crypt keeping to do. Yay! All right. I do so, like So guys, make sure your auto downloads are on on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you follow the show. Uh, downloads are the only way that we can track like what episodes do well, what topics you guys like, what you know. We're trying to fine tune the show to our listener base. If nothing else, put your auto downloads on for the intern and the producer. Yeah. They appreciate it. Yeah. Lucy the and the Salem, kitty cats love that shit. Yes, they do. So, for if Lucy and Salem. you want to continue Salem, to see photos of our cats. Yeah. We'll take them away. Yeah, if you want to see, see if you want to see the kitty cat photos on our Instagram and Facebook, just uh make sure you turn on your auto downloads on. Uh all right. So, we got another awesome review. We love it. I live uh, for it. Nicole Alessandro says, you guys are amazing. Five stars. I love listening to you when I'm at work from the back and forth banter to the off the wall, crazy stories. You can't get much better than that. No, I love it. Just sum up. Thank you, Nicole. You are awesome. Um, and we appreciate you. All right. So let's, uh, Let's go ahead and get into this, Sam. It's time. It's time. It's time. Let's talk about today's topic. So we, if you did not read the title of today's episode, we are talking about the mysterious deaths of Leela and Raymond Howard. And I had never heard of this story at all. I'm so excited about this. So this was fun. I like. Yeah, I'd never heard of it either. And. I like like I shit. said, like it's crazy to me that we heard that song that was so heavily influenced by this. Yeah, I was hoping like you guys always are always like setting the bar really high for the birthday episode. So I, I was, was like, not I need to set this. this. Honestly, I thought it was an alien abduction. That's story. that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. So I, I, when she posted that this is what she wanted to do for her birthday I was, episode, I was hoping that that's not what you guys were going to go with. But, I was okay. like, oh, fucking titties. Because I've been hyping up more extraterrestrial shit this year, which we're going to do. Yes. Eric's been ready to put his tinfoil hat on. But when you didn't do a crypt, you didn't ask for a cryptid, and you just said Leela and Raymond Howard, I the was mis- like, alien abduction. No, it was literally the mysterious deaths of Leela and Raymond Howard. I, I did have and a I was cryptid. Just like, she did have a cryptid, but she wanted to do this. In the back burner. She had a backup. I was definitely expecting some aliens and shit. And I was like. Don't worry. We're giving you aliens next week, though, guys. Next week, we're. Get your tinfoil hats ready. Uh, your tinfoil condoms, maybe. 
That just sounds awful. Yeah, that sounds condoms. horribly uncomfortable. Zero out of ten. It's space condom. Because we're talking about fucking aliens next week. But fucking aliens or fucking aliens? It's up yes. to the listener to decide. <laughs> but let's get into the mysterious deaths of Leela and Raymond Howard. In 1997, 88-year-old Raymond Howard and his wife, 83-year-old Leela Howard, I hope I'm saying that right, um, from Salado, Texas, which Salado is, if you're looking, it is kind of in between Waco and Austin. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Nothing ever bad's happened in Waco. Shut up, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the 90s. <laughs> They were planning to go to a fiddling festival, just as they do every year. It's kind of their their thing. Uh, but Leela had been showing signs that she was suffering from Alzheimer's disease. She even once meant to go to their local Walmart at 10.30 in the morning for her morning coffee, but she got there at 10.30 p.m. instead and was confused as to why the sun wasn't up yet. Raymond had recently suffered a stroke and a head injury that required surgery. Rhonda Alford, one of Leela's five grandchildren, said that Leela's 57-year-old son, Hal Copeland, called them and pleaded that they let him take them to the festival and expressed concerns about their health. She said, quote, Rhonda said this, uh, he was begging her, let me take you but the Howards told him that they'd be fine, that they know they knew where to go. They'd go every year. The festival is 15 miles from their home in a, the town of Temple, Texas, which is kind of like, like not, I mean, it's 15 miles, it's not far. Yeah. Um, it's outside it's Austin. Not it's cool. basically like an Austin suburb, right? No. Not Austin. Um, no, it's literally, it's not, it's like, they're the road that connects Waco and Austin. I don't remember what it's called. Um, I want to say 26, but I know that's not right. Um, no. It's definitely not 26. 26 is down here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. I'm pretty sure there's a six in it. Um, it's like Salado's here, and then like Temple's kind of like off to the I side. I love how you're like doing this with your hands. And As if they can, can see me. See <laughs> that's just great. There's a lot of descriptive. Let, let's cover how they met a little bit. Um, I am about to get into okay, that. Okay, cool. So the couple loaded up their Oldsmobile on Sunday, June 29th, 1997, and headed for Temple. Kathy Drake, Raymond's daughter, said that the couple was pretty much inseparable. They'd gotten married back in 1986 after they'd both lost their spouses. I was not able to find a whole lot about, like, how they lost their spouses, but they got married in, like, their 70s. So, I'm yeah, assuming it was... They found each other late in life. Yeah, and uh, Kathy said, quote, it was... One of these kinds of relationships you don't really see happen that late in life. I think they actually fell in love with each other, which is adorable and that gives me a, the slightest shred of hope that maybe I'll find love one day. Which is great because February is next month and you know what February is? <clears throat> Valentine's Nothing. Day. Yeah, St. Val, we can talk about the massacre. You My know, bloody Valentine. Fuck you, because I did the research for that episode last year, and we're not going to be able to do it till next year. Because I'm of- sorry, my whole life fell apart next month last year. It's okay, Sam. It's okay. Is it? It's okay. 
Is it okay? It is. <laughs> it's fine. The Libra's telling you no, but the Aquarius is telling you it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Because <laughs> okay. we, we don't have, we have like two weeks of research that we don't have to do next year. It's great. <laughs> You know, I'm just saving you in the long run. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was my whole plan. I did this shit on purpose. Certainly. Anyway. <laughs> However, Leela and Raymond never made it back home. So the, the fiddling festival was just like a one-dayer. Yeah, it, it, it's literally like, like a... Daytime. Uh, yeah. It's a big music event. Yeah. They would embark on what the media would call... Quote, a trip to nowhere, thus beginning an unsolved mystery that leads to a little bit more. It sounds like a trip for me and you to Home Goods. Yeah. 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 It just doesn't That's like going to Narnia. Home Goods. I just end up spending a lot of money. I don't, you know. I found my spooky boy wine glasses there last two years ago. Oh, there you go. I found I some them. creeping at real coffee mugs there. I thought about buying. I got the the skeletons that hold oh, the wine yeah, glass. There you go. <laughs> I love them so much. I bought two because there was only three, and I can't. I was. It was either buy three wine glasses or two, so mm. I left one for someone else. You left oh, one wine glass. What an I asshole! Did. Oh, I was going to fill about and do three. Have a guess. If we ever come over, we'd have three wine glasses. Well, if, the, if Home Goods has them this year, then well, there you that's go. Not buy how two Home more. Goods works, and you know that. Then I'll find them somewhere. Somewhere, someone's got to have them next year or this year. Anyway, you can't pet the loo like a. It's so cute. Yeah, I have an intern. Yeah, yeah. like various. An, an evil intern. <laughs> <laughs> The smile that she has on her face says it all. Are you going to tell us your evil, dastardly plans next? I'm going to lick my butt. (laughs) When the time came for the couple to return home, there was no sign of them. Their children grew more and more worried that something might have happened to them. So they went to the police and immediately filed the missing persons report for them. Police were able to track down a Temple Walmart employee who had seen the couple come in for coffee that afternoon. This person was the greeter that day. So they saw them come in. Um, But other than that, that was it. Oh, the reset checker. Hmm? The what? They said the receipt checker. Yes. I don't know what I heard, but that was not it. Yeah, I didn't hear that either. I was was hiccuping as I said Oh, okay. The receipt checker. I, I just thought, walked, I just I thought walked you were having him. a stroke. <laughs> from, all the, like, from all the moonshine at high altitudes this weekend. <laughs> Another report came in from 500 miles away. A sheriff's deputy in Arkansas pulled over. Well, that's the, a good ways away from Texas. Holy fuck. They, so this sheriff's deputy pulled the Howards over for driving at night without their headlights on. The evening of July 2nd, 1997. So what this the hell? Is, How are they driving? Uh, what's it? This like uh, three days? Yeah. They left Sunday, June 29th. And this is June, July 2nd that this happened. Three days, half September. So that's three days. So Lila was behind the wheel and told the deputy that they were trying to get home to Texas, but she couldn't tell the officer where in Texas they lived. Um, he basically was like, well, 
you're headed the wrong way, turn around, and he gave them pretty simple directions to get back t- at least to the Texas border um, and let them off with a warning without even the slightest inkling of a clue they, that they were missing persons. Yeah. yeah. The deputy said that Lila was polite and gentle and, quote, acted just like my grandmother. Which, like, if I see my grandmother Accurate. in on the old lady, it's like, I'm lost. I'm going to be like, okay, well, let me escort you to the fucking border or something. Let me call your children something. Let me take you to like, the station. He had donuts to get. He, the donuts were, the hot light was on it. The Krispy Kreme. I feel like people think I'm, like, anti-police or something with how much shit I talk. I really do love them, but, like, God. Do fucking do better. Dude, I've watched so much shit that's just, like, made me... Just question police tactics. I mean, like, there's there's good and bad seeds in every profession, and I understand that. But really, two old people driving with their headlights off at night in Arkansas, they really like, don't know you, where they are. Well, the woman had dementia. Like, good lord. Not long after the sheriff's deputy sent them on their way, like, I'm talking like maybe half an hour later, another deputy pulled them over. Um, I don't know if it's deputy, it says officer, so we're going to, anyway, I don't know the difference. Um, another officer pulled them over for having their high beams on. So first, no lights, now two bright lights. But again, sent them off with a warning. Like, hey, just turn them off. Like, just put your regular headlights on and have a good night. What the fuck? Anyway. A few days after they were reported missing by their children. So this is, that was July 2nd. This happens July 3rd. They were seen at a farmer's market in Arkansas. A massive, I mean a massive search was conducted in order to find the Howards. No one could figure out how or why they'd made it so far without being stopped and found. And like, hey, let me put you in the back of my police car. Um, 11 states were looking for them. At least they remembered how to pump gas. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Oh, well, I think they say like dementia. Like you remember, like it like stops at a point. Your long-term memory is fine for a while. It's like your short-term, like your short-term memory is the first thing that goes, which I might fucking have Alzheimer's. Good Lord. I have some timers. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to Cracker Barrel with my dad, like as a kid. He ordered the old timers breakfast, but ordered us the Alzheimer's breakfast. And it was just like a Freudian slip. And I just thought that was the funniest fucking shit. <laughs> that is funny. It is funny. I was like, because clearly his memory fucked up. <laughs> On Friday, July 4th. So um, another report comes in, but it doesn't really specify, like, where they were exactly it just says authorities were able to narrow their search to three counties in arkansas so i'm not sure what this report said to make them go from 11 fucking states to three counties i don't know must have been big but i don't fucking know it probably a gas station attendant maybe so a search of the couple's home was conducted and it turned out that they'd left their cat with no food or water i mean like I mean, like, they, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they had fed it before they left, but like, they'd been gone for a while. Yeah. They had only, they were only supposed to be gone for the day. Yeah. I know if uh, we left these fuckers without food or water, we would never hear the end of it. 
the house would be burnt down by the time y'all got back home. Oh, yeah, it'd be trashed. Lucy Absolutely. There'd be cat shit everywhere. Then. Yeah, Lucy would be like, I'm burning the place to the ground. Salem would shit on my pillow. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they'd left their toiletries. There was clothes folded up at the end of the bed, presumably meant to be packed or whatever for their trip. I don't know why they pack clothes for their trip, but... I don't know. We do laundry sometimes and just leave shit folded up on the end of the bed. <laughs> Hello. Leave for the day. <laughs> I have no inhabitant on the other side of my bed, so that's where my laundry is. Oh, well, there you go. At least it's easy to get to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, so their calendar. So, like, I'm assuming it was their wall calendar. Yeah. Um, that's what I envisioned when I read it. So their calendar was opened up to... February. Bullshit, because I'm going to tell you what. Our calendar that we had in the ba- in the laundry room, my war room, was up until, like, yeah, that's, November. That's baby's room. That's our hobby room. So, it was up until February, and this was June when they left for the festival. Their hearing aids had been left behind on the bathroom counter. How the fuck are they going to hear the fiddling, then? I don't know. The TV and some other various appliances had been unplugged. Can you imagine that car ride? It's like... What? I think you're going the wrong way. Huh? (laughs) I think we're lost. Do what now? Do what? I say do what. (laughs) Leave me alone. Do what? Do what now? Their children worried that these were signs that their parents' mental state was deteriorating faster than they thought yeah that's kind of a chock full of red flags a little bit authorities buckled down and searched every back road and wilderness area rest stop roadhouse i'm not really sure what a roadhouse is Is that like a rest stop yeah like a restaurant oh texas roadhouse got it logan's roadhouse carolina roadhouse i'm stupid it's fine um, it's those places you throw out the goddamn peanuts on the floor. They don't do that anymore. Yeah, they really don't. Boo Thank on the, you, COVID. Boo on roadhouses for not be. having peanuts I can throw on the floor. Can't have anything nice anymore. Nope. I want all the peanuts I can fucking eat. So they search every rest stop, roadhouse, and outhouse. A slew of volunteers donated their time to help in the search for the elderly couple. I mean, it's like all hands on deck. Yeah, it's it's like a Southwest search. They're they're using helicopters. I mean, like this was a big story in the nineties, like the late nineties, like big story. Yeah, one of their grandsons had posted a one thousand dollar reward for the safe return of Leela and Raymond. Despite all of the promising sightings and leads that had come through, nothing had panned out. A couple of the Howard's grandchildren stated in an article from July 10th, quote, the hardest part is thinking that they're suffering or need us and we can't get to them. Another said, quote, I just don't think we're going to find them alive now, end quote. On July 12th, 1997, just four day, 14 days after they'd been reported missing, the, they were found in their Oldsmobile by some hikers in the area at the bottom of a 25-foot cliff near Hot Springs, Arkansas, 
which is more than 350 miles away from their home in Salado. So, wait, 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 wait. They Thelma and Louise that shit? That's so funny. They, they just drove off a cliff? So funny. Basically, yeah, they, uh, yeah. All right. I'm getting there. All right, then get there. I'm getting there. All right. I'll finish my, my thought on this. At the, at the end of this, literally when I'm done talking about this part. All right. Then you can have your moment. All right. An area, mind you, that had already been, quote, well searched by police is where they found them. Yeah. About 20 feet from the car was the body of Leela still clutching her keys and her pocketbook. Raymond was found in the car. Um, crash scene text, I guess, speculated. Not They obviously don't know what happened, but it looked as if Leela had survived the crash, turned off the headlights, put the car in park, and opened the passenger's door for her husband and was trying to crawl for help, but ultimately succumbed to her injuries. Well, at least she remembered to turn the headlights off and... Turn off the car. And put it in park. And put it in park. That's um, impressive. There were no skid marks on the road indicating that whoever was driving, which it looked like it was Leela, um, didn't try to slow down to try to avoid the edge of the cliff. Crime scene techs and police estimate that the car was going about 50 miles per hour when it went over the edge of the cliff. So they really did Thelma and Louise that shit. They didn't make it. I mean, all laughing, joking, kidding aside, I, part of me wonders, and this just might be me speculating wildly, that they knew the end was near. Oh, that's my Reddit rabbit hole when I went down. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad I'm ahead of Reddit. Well, you know what? I'll, uh, you know, we'll save it for that. Uh, just know, I think that this was possibly planned, or at some point that was the decision that was made was just right off into the sunset together. Yeah. Kind of a bummer. That's like Isn't one of the most it? depressing episodes we've ever done. This is like, honest <laughs> to God, very depressing for me. I'm like the only one who's not depressed by this because I'll I'll divulge because put a pin in that because I have a I have a thing with it. I mean, it's really fucking me up right now because, truth be told, my granddad just passed away and he was struggling from dementia, and so and so is my grandma right now. My nanny died of dementia too. So it's like like literally Sunday, my grand like we got the call about my granddad. So this like when I saw the notes for this episode, I was just like. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a, it's a little soft subject for me right now, So, I'm, but I'm a goddamn professional. Yeah, it's a little clo too close to home yeah, for me, too. it's a little too, close so. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's get let's back into it. Let's take the heavy off. So, back in Texas, headlines about the Howards caught the attention of musician and songwriter Tony Scalzo of the band Fastball. He saw the headline, elderly Salado couple missing on a trip to nowhere. And he was immediately hooked, enthralled, fascinated 
by their story. So much so that he wrote a song about their little journey. He entitled it, The Way. Great song. It is. And all the 90s babies are like, what the fuck? Yeah, if you (laughs) were... If you grew up in the 90s, uh, you know this song. Yes. You couldn't hear, You couldn't turn the fucking radio on without hearing it. Absolutely not. And as soon as, like, it didn't really, like, register with me at first. Because I was just, like, reading and typing. And, you know, and then it says, like, Tony Scalzo of, fa- of Fastball. I almost said Fireball. Um, well, we know you're having memories of this weekend. If I am shooting Fireball, I've been kidnapped and I need help. You're not buying any gas station Fireball? Malt Fireball? I've seen it. They have fake Fireball? No, no, it's real Fireball. It's made by Fireball. But it's just a malt liquor version that they can sell at a gas station at a lower proof. So it's just all all the fucking shittiness of Fireball, but you don't get as drunk on it. Ugh. So you just feel shitty. Yeah, you just wake up super hungover because it's just all sugar and malt liquor. Ugh. I just have PTSD flashbacks. Ugh. Anyway. 2011 called it wants his liquor back. F- f- fuck yeah. No, it was like, yeah, like 2012. 2012, 2011. Because it came out like right as I turned 21. Mm-hmm. Mm. I used to love that shit. <laughs> I can't even smell it now. Uh-uh. I can't even smell the, cim- the cinnamon uh, f- fucking Febreze. Ew. <laughs> it literally gross. smells like fucking fireball. It's gross. It's foul. Anyway, so <clears throat> he titled it. He titled the song The Way. It was the band's first hit single, and it stayed on the top of the alternative charts for seven weeks. At the number one spot for seven weeks. And it would propel the 1998 album All the Pain Money Can Buy into the light and thus thrusting them into stardom. Tony said, quote, I looked in right away. This story sort of struck me. It was sort of an ongoing story. Still no developments in the case of the missing couple. I just started getting these ideas. Well, maybe they don't want to be found. Maybe they're just like, they're sick of being responsible and they just want to go and have fun. Right I believe off into the sunset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe that the song in particular, it's a strong song. I mean, he had like repeated himself like five different times right here. He, I think it's a strong song musically. It's a strong song in the way it was put together musically and lyrically. I think it's one of the best things I've done. He's definitely sucking his own dick, which is fine. I mean, it's a... The song topped the charts for seven fucking weeks. I would also suck my own dick if I wrote that song. And that's like the only thing that they've really ever done. Yeah. They were... Yeah. Uh, It's a classic, though. Yeah. He says, at the same time, I think a lot of its power comes from the story (coughs) behind it. And I somehow put together this music piece that was enhanced by the story... And I also believe the story for the family and the people involved was enhanced by the song. You know? I mean, it's cool for the family to be like, you know that song that was really popular in the 90s? It's about my grandparents. Yeah, they, I mean, it it it, it, it was received well by the family. Yeah. 
Um, the way was released one year after the bodies of Raymond and Layla were found as a way to memorialize the couple. I think he finished writing the actual lyrics a couple days before uh, they found the car and their bodies. Hmm. So that wasn't like the that part wasn't written into the song. No, well, no. <laughs> Not many people knew the backstory of the hit song, and I didn't. Neither did I. Um, but I was also like, I don't know, fucking maybe like eight when that song came out? Seven, eight, something like that? When did it come out? 97? Yeah. Depending on what time of year it was, I was five or six. Yeah. But I mean, I still like... Well, it was in July, right? They went. They were found in July. Yeah, I mean the song came out. In oh, same like, The song came out ninety eight. I just, yeah. I just said that it was uh, their one year anniversary. So, so I was, was seven. Yeah. A uh, six. I was six. It was so, eight. You were nine. Yeah. So, the song. If you haven't heard it, it is a banger. Uh, facts. Um. It is a romanticized version of the events that took place. People hear it and think of a young couple. Getting the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, like just going and roaming the open road. Yeah. And then in reality, it's about an old couple in the twilight of their their lives. Yeah. Riding off into the sunset together. I'm okay with it. With nowhere to go. Like they don't know where they're going. Yeah. So... This is the version that the romanticized version is the version that most would like to believe is the truth rather than a senile couple got lost and met their fate at the bottom of a cliff. Um, I think it's easier for the public to think that they went out on their own terms than the. That's the way I would like gr- to think about it. Yeah, same. I think they went. It's like because at the end, it's not as like well, if that's the case, it's not as sad. Yeah. I have a thing. Okay. No, we're saving Are we taking the pin I'm, out? I'm saving I'll put the pin back in. Okay. The pin's still there. While the song has ensured that the Howards would never be forgotten, regardless if you knew the story or not behind why the song was written, I mean, they are forever eternalized or yeah. whatever. Um there is still a lot of unanswered questions and things that no one understands about the case. You know, like, why did they go off on this adventure? And how did they get hundreds of miles away from their destination? They didn't even go to the fiddling festival. Nope. How did they slip through many, many searches that were conducted. You know, how did they end up at the bottom of the cliff that police claim they searched well? Well, what if they searched it and the car hadn't been there yet? Yeah. I mean, it didn't say, like, how long they thought it had been there. I don't, I don't even know if you can tell how long a car has been there unless it's been, like, No, but years. you can tell by the decomp on the bodies. Oh, that's true. It so, did, I never... technically, they could have searched the ravine. Yeah. And they hadn't gotten there yet. It did. It said that the car had landed on some like thick brush, but how? Th- it's a fucking Oldsmobile. Yeah. <laughs> how do you miss an Oldsmobile? That's, anyway. what that's what I'm thinking. Like 
they checked the ravine and there wasn't a car there. And I looked over the edge or whatever. Yeah. Okay. But the second part is why the fuck were kids playing in the ravine? It was like hikers. Oh, okay. I thought it was like kids playing in the ravine. No, no, it's hikers. Um, I did find a Reddit thread. So now we're getting into the creepy pasta part. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. No, creepy pasta. Pretty much, I got a lot of like the facts from the creepy pasta. Yeah, I would say thread. this is like. This is as like legit as you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy pasta. I was like waiting for it to take like a crazy turn no, with some creepy pasta type shit. Right. Really I was. Not. I was waiting for it to be like, this never happened. We almost didn't do this episode because yeah. it was affiliated with the creepypasta. Yeah. I was hoping you guys would read into it. I mean, I kind of I loved it. Yeah, I actually <laughs> really enjoyed this episode. So, a Reddit user by the name of Frank and Futter huh. <laughs> um, had a really good take on what, I mean, he thinks... And his, like, version of, he basically romanticizes it. And I just really liked how he uh, how he put it. So I'm going to read it. It says, what was, going, what was going through their heads as their car plunged off the cliff edge? Fear? Confusion? I'd like to think otherwise. Perhaps in that moment, <clears throat> it, wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't 1997 anymore. Maybe it was a much earlier time for them. Maybe their damaged psyche spared them from the sad reality. Perhaps in that moment for Leela and Raymond, there were no more medications, no more hearing aids, no operations, no pacemakers, no forgetting, and no more confusion. Maybe in that moment and for their entire trip, Leela and Raymond saw themselves as a newlywed couple, their young skin perpetually gleaming in the summer sun, Leela in her best white wedding dress and Raymond in his finest black tuxedo. Maybe they envisioned a just married sign hanging on the back of their rear window and empty soup cans tied to their rear bumper. I wonder if they held hands. Maybe when Leela and Raymond drove off that cliff in Arkansas in 1997, they weren't scared. Maybe they were smiling. I thought that was so nice. That was, that's about as good as you can put what happened. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna think that happened. I mean, that's kind of the way I would like to think about it. Like, I think that there was a moment of clear. Okay, can I, can I share now? Yeah, yes. we can. Can t- we, can we unpin? You've been yeah. so talkative these last couple episodes. I Dean. love it because I've had coffee before the episodes. That's the trick. We just caffeine you up. Yeah, I had moonshine. I mean, yeah. yes, we, we, oh, we brought back sleep. a bunch of moonshine. I'll be like Lou from Tennessee. Legal, uh, Legal moonshine. I'll bring the good stuff. I'm so okay. glad that you guys. Not that that wasn't good and was tasty. Uh, was I'm, I'm glad that you guys enjoyed this episode and actually like got into it. Like when I first read it, I, I didn't want to say anything because, you know, like I have to be the backseat driver on some of these episodes. And I, I have a pretty good track record right now with some backseat, yeah, you, you're, backseat theories. Yeah, you're you're on a you're on a roll right now. I am. And my pin is that I think. That the Reddit user was very right in his assumption. Uh, the thing about them being found and Leela crawling from the car. I don't think Raymond realized what happened. Because he was probably dead on impact. And she, when she hit, 
and then woke up from her whatever coma. She was like, oh, shit. Like, we're actually in trouble. Mm-hmm. And it makes me really sad for her because he was already gone probably at that point. And she opened the passenger for her or for him and then was like, well, what should I do? Should I go crawl for help? Like, you know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he's dead or not. And that's why they were. I wish they part of me wishes like if they would have like plunged off that cliff, they would have just been together. Mm-hmm. But I think that her like humanial instinct kicked in and was like, I need to save myself mm-hmm. and my husband, even though he probably was already gone. I mean, she, makes, sure. she didn't make it far. And I know this is going to come off as morbid as fuck, but I wish she would have just stayed in the fucking car. And they would have found her, like, her With and them. him in the car together, like, both, you know, gone instead of the way that it was. And that's that's my two cents of, like, I wish it would have ended the way, like, in a... More romantically. It would have been romantically for me, like, but that's not how, like, our minds work and, you know, whatever. And, and I would stick by my theory of, like, what happened. Like, I mean... I, I'm with that Reddit user that... I love Maybe that. they just said one day, like, like, they both were on the same plane with each other of, like, their dementia. And they and were senility. just, like... They were, yeah, and they had a moment of clarity and they were, like... Do you we're, want to end up in a home? We're losing it. Yes. We're losing it. We're going to end up in a home. How do you feel about taking your hearing aids out, singing fuck it in the most way that you can, and say, like, let's just fucking drive to wherever. And it doesn't matter where. As long as we're together, we're good. And that was, like, this most, like, romantic thing. And I just wish that it would have ended the way that I wanted it to end. But I knew that it wasn't going to go the way I wanted it. Because it's not a movie. I would say, if it was a movie. In a movie, it would have ended. Died. They would have both died in the crash. Yeah. Which, technically, they did. Yeah. Legally just survived a little bit longer. Well, I would say. I wish she wouldn't have. I wish even, she would have Even realistically. The way that she, that she, in her mind. Noah like, and Allie style. Yeah. I wish that she would have gone out the way that she thought that it was going to happen. But probably what happened is that he probably died on impact. And then she was still alive. And she was sitting there. And she was like, well, we're both fucking alive. Or I'm alive. Then he needs to be alive. And then crawled out of the car and then died. I'm willing to bet she made it. Maybe. Well, she doesn't She only crawled 20 feet. Yeah, it was. she, She got out of the car and walked 20 feet and dropped dead. She didn't walk. She was literally like she dragged crawling. herself. Yeah, she dragged herself. So, I mean, she she was good as dead, but like, yes, in a movie sense, if they died hand in hand together in the oh, bottom yeah. of that ravine, it would have been very romantic and a very Romeo and Juliet esque. Mm-hmm. And that's thing, what I thought of. Which I love is it. what a way to kick off, you know, Valentine's season. The season of love. Yeah. But hey, I had to start you off with something that was like that was very sweet and wholesome, sweet and sour. Yeah, it it definitely brought to you by your favorite crypt and creep. I feel like they knew that what was getting ready to come was them both being put into a home. Yeah, and they wouldn't see each other anymore. Wouldn't know each other. No. Why? What quality of life is that? It's not one. It's not. And they went I, I, deep down. I want to say they planned this and went out on their own fucking terms. And that's okay. Well, I mean, they left. 
They're hearing aids. I just wish that, I mean, like, I guess if they said, hey, will you take care of, I forget their cat's name. Yeah, but they didn't want to fucking tip anybody off. Exactly. Because if you're like, hey, take care of, so they're like, oh, God, mom and dad. Or, I think his name was like Hank or Henry or something like that. Yeah. Who names their cat Hank or Henry? It was something with, I feel like it started with an H. Happy. I don't fucking know. Don't know. It was something like that. But I, I just. It, it, it hits it, real close to fucking home. It does. Me. Same. So, yeah, them going out on their own terms, like finding love that late in life and you love this person with all your heart and you're slowly forgetting that they exist. Pretty much. You see a stranger now. I didn't want to get to that point. Yeah. I never did. And it's a sad story because in a way it glorifies suicide, but in another way it's like, you got to do what you got to do. Go. It's like old yeller. Yes. Fuck, Sam. God damn, dude. No, I'm going to say I'll yeller. take my Thelma and Louise reference over your old yeller reference any day. Fucking, they're not two golden retrievers you got to put down with rabies. Spoiler alert. Okay, if you haven't seen fucking old yeller, like, come on. Somebody, I mean, some people have it. Sure, none of our millennial listeners, or five millennial listeners. I don't know. I think they dropped it from the reading list. We're millennials. I mean, Gen, Gen Z. Z. Gen Z. They Zoomers. Probably, they probably have dropped it. They do not call themselves Zoomers. Uh, I heard that in passing. <gasps> Stop it. Lucy called their eyes out. Go get them. But yeah. After your nap. Well, that's the story of the mysterious deaths of Leela and Raymond Howard. Can we do something gory next week? <laughs> I need balance. <laughs> I can't have this all this. This is just sad. I can't just have all this wholesome goodness. Sam. I can't have all this wholesome cuteness. I mean, goddamn, we 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 covered a family annihilation and a haunting I the know. last two episodes. I gotta give you guys something like that's fair. There. And next week we're going to outer space. Ten going hats. on a ship and a trip. On our favorite rocket ship. Well, zoom in through you say the that. skies. There was there was a there's been some aliens on a man's rocket ship in the next week's episode. Oh, I hate it here. His meat, <laughs> his meat rocket. <laughs> Et phone horny. Ew. <laughs> How many of you got those you got? Too many. Oh, wait. got way wait too fucking many. I, I don't even want to. Okay, here's a better question. How many of those do you have that me and Sam have not heard? Way too fucking many. Oh, I've, I've been writing them down. To <laughs> me. I started writing them down when we talked about doing that episode for this week. And then Sam accidentally fucked up and did the episode. We were like, eh, we'll skip it. I <laughs> thought that you meant that you just wanted to talk about it. Like, like it, put it's it on okay. the roster. It worked out. It worked out. Because we're bumping what was going to go for next week's episode. Yeah, I'm okay with which it. Which I'm kind of happy about. No, yeah. I'm glad that we didn't bump this story. because Yeah. I'm actually very happy we did this one. No, I'm happy that we're bumping next week's story for the aliens. Yeah. I don't. I'm good. I'm I'm kind of good on it. I, I thought about doing it. We'll probably do it in like. We'll probably do it in May. We need a big hitter for May. But enough about that. Christian. Yes. Do your duty. <laughs> duty. 
we're such children. Hey, that's my line, <laughs> goddammit. Thank you guys so much for the love on Creeps in the Crypt. I know a lot of you posted happy birthday to me, so I appreciate you guys. And I know you were really disappointed that I did not come up with a cryptid for this. And I actually had it, I had it as a thought, but I feel like you guys needed some. Yeah, we had a few messages. It was like, what cryptid are you guys doing for Christmas birthday? <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. we had a couple Aww. messages. They we gotta do a cryptid soon then. Yes, they know There's me. one in, in the pipe for uh, at some point this year. I'm, I'm ready for you guys to start speculating that I'm a cryptid, and it's okay. I'm you with are it. a cryptid. I probably am. You definitely are. Anyway, on to the socials. Make sure you guys are following us on Facebook, Instagram, Make sure you guys are downloading the episodes. We love that. It helps us out so, so much. So make sure you guys are downloading the episode, whatever platform that you guys listen to. Um, and make sure you guys are reading and reviewing the show. Sam's over here with the TikTok, so we really appreciate that. If you want to continue seeing our intern and producer, you're going to be able to see those on our Instagram and Facebook. They are the best. They're kind of lazy. Um, they sleep about... 18 hours a day, but the little bit of work that they do put in, we do appreciate them. I mean, they work for treats. Um, and most of all, we do love you guys and appreciate you, and thank you for always being great fans. All right. Well, on that note, I'm going to uh, play a little bit of Fast Balls the Way to close out the show.
Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu.